Hey, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know how to tie a tie or a bow tie or even my shoes. I'm fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> Apparently, you don't even know how to tie a noose because you're still here. Yeah. Oof, don't get me started, dude. I've watched so <laughs> many YouTube tutorials on how to fucking make a noose. And a lot of people are like, oh, just use a belt. Yeah, I could use one of my work lanyards, but I want to send the message across. I want to get in like, you know, an artesian fucking noose all right i'm not gonna just hang mm. myself with any other fucking piece of rope right i want to go get sense. like some sort of woven fiber by some guy who's got thick rim glasses overpriced tattoos that look like they were drawn by a five-year-old and a thick beard Hi, welcome to the podcast, Social-ish, where we talk about anything and everything. My name is Mar. And I'm Tar. Hey, important side note for you. Uh, me and Mar are a couple dinguses, and uh, we have a really dark sense of humor. Everything that comes out of our mouth is bullshit. Don't Ooh. take it serious. I mean, I would like to think that I'm, I'm, I'm certified. If I could get a PhD in bullshit... I'd do it. Yeah, I'd probably specialize in toxic bullshit. God, we're, we're basically It's Always Sunny characters. Oh, there you go. Probably about just as terrible. Maybe a pinch of shameless. Yeah, I could, I could <laughs> see you biting Santa Claus's throat out. Yeah, I, I might have already done that, too. I'm not sure. <laughs> Never know. Well, you know what? I'd like to start this podcast with asking you, how the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> well, you know, doing okay. Just kind of recovering from the weekend. Um, just doing a lot of things, trying to keep myself busy without video games. Oh, God, don't get me started. So, you know when all this stuff, like, kicked off, like, fucking Animal Crossing came out perfectly, right? Everyone's like, oh, man, I'm quarantined, and Nintendo's like, here's Animal Crossing. It's basically like real life. You still have to work and basically be an indentured servant to Tom Nook. Take this. And with the Switch, it's not just, you know, connected to your TV. You just pick it up and go into your room. You can play while you're sleeping. You can play as soon as you sit up in bed. Really. <laughs> so oh, I've, yeah. I've been, that has been killing my productivity. So I've, I've had to, so I'm trying to like establish like a morning routine, like get up, have some breakfast, do this. Because as soon as I was getting up, I was like, I have to go see what's in the store. It, I have all day to go check what's in the store. You know? No shit. No yeah. shit. And uh, yeah, right now, due to technical difficulties, I don't have any video games at all. And it's kind of making me realize the same thing in that when we were younger, video games were like a discipline. Like... We had to take our game out component for component, a million cables, cartridges, all this stuff. Yeah. We had to clean up a space to put it, and we set it there. And, you know, when mom's headlights were coming down the driveway, we all of a sudden became a pit crew. Everyone knew their one job. And Look, we had that I've thing never seen a Sega Genesis broken down so fast. I mean, it's only like, like four or five. Yeah, I mean, Sega Genesis, N64, we had it taken apart 
put back together. We restored the TV's original volume and channel, which, I mean, there was only, like, three to pick from. Uh, <laughs> and we sat down and acted like nothing was going on from the time yeah. we saw her headlights to the time she walked in through the front door. Well, and what's weird is that now that I'm older, like, my video games are always accessible. I mean, well, and two now, like, with smartphones. Right. It's not just video games that are always accessible, but the Internet that's always there. <laughs> so for some people who don't play video games, there's still, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, all sorts of things that you should probably disconnect from. Um, if if you're anything like me, like I, I don't do a lot of reading, but if I really like something, I will just look up that and read about it. Listen to stuff about it like I just become consumed and then I get nothing done. Yeah, I think it's kind of like anything else. You can have too much of anything, and uh, it's brain candy, man. Like, yeah, um, it's just like junk food. Like, you have to like treat it as a reward, right? So, exactly. for uh, my whole system broke down basically because I don't like having a messy or a cluttered apartment. So I always told myself when I get home from work, right? When you're at work, you're like, oh man, I really want to play the game. I want to do this. I want to do that. But you get home and your house is a fucking mess and you've got to cook dinner, you know, that stuff has to come first. And if you have enough time by the end of the day, then, you know, you have enough time. Right. Right. Because I can't neglect the care and well-being of my house or my, well, I say house, but I'm an apartment, uh, or mental being for a video game. Right. So for some of the video games that are out there. I, I don't play Destiny. I don't play anything that requires a raid. Partially because I don't want... Work already rules my life. And working out, like physical fitness and eating right rules my life. I don't yeah. want video games to rule my life. Yeah, I, I think the other thing is... Uh-huh. I'm sorry to cut you off. I didn't mean to. Um, no, you're fine. I guess like the main thing is like uh, to build on what you said and agree with what you said uh, from my point of view is like... Um, when for me playing a video game is something i can independently do uh a lot of the video games that i like which there's not as many of anymore are centered around you know single player or co-op where it's basically like a movie that you experience and you play and you change you know the the fate of things whereas online gaming is like you've got people waiting for you you've got people counting on you you're you're interacting with other people well, and, and not only that, me, but for especially for working adults is some of these games, especially first person shooters, those are what we like to call in the professional field perishable skills. They go away if you don't practice them. Yeah. Right. Right. You or gotta stay if you strong. don't have a good enough mouse for a shooter or you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And you've got yeah, some people who are constantly playing. They play all the time. And there's no real way, like, yeah, they put in, oh, you're platinum mode and you're obsidian mode now. (laughs) That doesn't help. Even in smaller, like, games for kids, right? Or what are perceived to be for kids, like Splatoon. It's still a vicious battleground because you've got people who don't have to work. Some people telework their entire job. So, yeah, they've got some time during lunch to do whatever and practice. I don't have time for that. And I don't like... I don't like having to schedule virtual meetups just to do something for a game that I pay to play. I just don't like feeling that things run my life. Yeah. But yeah. I, I want to be yeah. able to pick it up whenever the fuck I want to pick it up. 
Yeah, exactly. Ranks and tiers and that's all just classes and all yeah. that. That right. stats, like that stuff, is a huge turnoff hey, for guys, me too. Let's play Super Where's Smash Brothers. Flat zones only. Three livestock. I'm gonna have tons, tons of fun. No items. Let's just, you know, fucking go at each other passively in this game, <laughs> and you know, think that I'm better than someone just because I'm good at, at Super Smash Brothers. And it's not just Super Smash Brothers, though. I mean. Take, uh, take for example, even Mario Go Kart, like the online racing now, it's cutthroat, yeah. dude. It's insane. You got people who are like walking around, like, yeah, I'm better than you. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And that's that's where it started. You know, kind of like my distancing. Like I already, you know, like online was a discipline for us too. We had dial up for the longest time, and we well, didn't we didn't get, get internet so long. Yeah, like, we had a computer that was totally useless until, like, 2008, and then we mm-hmm. didn't have, like, reliable internet that was a realistic speed till like, 2011. Like, <laughs> we didn't have a computer that could actually play an online game for a very long time. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think, you know, that's a big thing for me is, like, um, you know, I love video games. Um on all levels except physical, I'm a gamer. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, my because... oh my god! Oh my god! I got him. Um, I have uh, nerve damage, and my hands don't always listen to me. Uh, so for like finer motor skills, anyway, look, you don't have to have nerve damage to not have your body listen to you. Not that's listen. true. That's very true. Uh, but for the fine motor skills, I'm basically Alfred Molina from the second Spider-Man. Nice. I'm like. You listen to me now. My hands are like, I'm like, you listen to me. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's pretty rough, but I I make do. But like, you know, I grew up and we would play 007. We'd run around blasting each other, and it was fun. Yeah. But now it's getting to the point where like people are having uh, SWAT teams kick open someone's door. Um, you know, over video games, you got people going out and like, you know, I've seen, you know, huge land rooms where like a dude will just come up and start knifing someone in real life or, yeah, there's people. Yeah, but I feel around. like you run into that with a lot of other stuff too when you get a lot of people oh, on, in an area. No, definitely. definitely. And that's the thing that scares me away from committing to any one fandom or group is, I don't know, people kind of scare me as an introvert. <laughs> um, I'm like an extroverted introvert. Um, I'm really good at talking and stuff, but I'd really rather like be under a rock or something. Uh, and that's the thing where like now most video games, if you want to really experience the game, the only way is to be doing it with all these other people. Whereas back yeah, then... There are a lot of online games. Yeah. And, and it's cool to have the option. Don't get me wrong. Like... I like GTA Five. It's something I can play just for the hell of it. It's something I can play. There's like a little bit of a story, I guess, and there's some pretty diverse uh, platforms on the game. Like you can go from flying a helicopter to mopping a floor is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. then there is online as an option, and that's great because you got a little bit of everything. But there's some games now where like they don't even care about if you if don't. You have, have internet, internet access. Or... Yeah, the exactly. campaign's like two minutes long, and then. Exactly. Like, well, I'll even take I'll even take Battlefield Bad Company, the first two. Like, those those were very, you know, they they weren't amazing, but you could at least play it if you didn't have internet or something. Like, yeah. 
Well, if you look good. at some of the old Nintendo 64 games, like I really, actually, really, truly miss split screen, like playing split screen. Yeah, you get people um, looking yeah. at your screen or whatever, but I mean, it's whatever. I mean, the, okay, so I think there's a big difference between the way we grew up gaming versus how other people game. Um, yeah. I, I know when we were younger, we were fairly competitive, but even being competitive, we never played, so Super Smash Bros. 64, for example, we never played stock, and when we did, it was because we had 99 lives. <laughs> we put all the items on as heavy as possible, right? And we just had a blast. It was more of like, <clears throat> how stupid could we make this? How unreal can we make this? Because you are. You're given something that kind of simulates real life, but you can make the most... How many times did we... We played Super Smash Brothers for the main reason that you could pause the screen when something funny was happening. How many times did we fucking pause on Yoshi tonguing Luigi's dick? I'm just saying. That's exactly what it looked like. We thought it was hilarious. Or what was the, the phantom the phantom jiggly hopper, right? Yes, so the jiggly I, hopper someone was, was electrocuted. Exactly uh, Jigglypuff Thomas. and Captain Falcon had become the same thing. And it was this weird round grasshopper skeleton black electrocuty thing. And that was Jigglyhopper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Jigglyhopper was about as rare an appearance as uh, Mew in that game. But yeah, there you go. I think it was coveted even more. Yeah. Oh, my God. We, we would just throw Pokeballs just to see Mew. Yes. I remember we even had, like, rituals. Like, we would be like, well, clearly, if you want to summon the Pokemon, we have to be on the Pokemon level. And everyone was like, yeah, right. Exactly. Makes total sense. <laughs> and we would, man. Like, we would go at it. We would just stand there throwing Pokeball after Pokeball, you know, getting thrown off the map and blasted by Pokemon. And what's like, interesting hey. is that as I've grown up, not many people have patience for that kind of play style. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, the controls weren't user-friendly all the time. Um, but the games were still solid and challenging and they were artistic and there were so many things, you know, even now I'm pulling back layers on games I grew up playing and like, someone's like, Oh man, did you see, uh, they discovered this. If you go over here and do that. And I'm like, fucking what? Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I'm saying like our our play style, I'm saying our play style people, if it's not competitive, they don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We do a lot of stuff for the humor. Yeah, like, we have fun. Like, there were times where we would start getting a little frustrated, you know, where your legs are, like, wiggling around, you can't control them. <laughs> and, like, but then someone realized that as Donkey Kong, you can just grab someone and jump off the edge. And it was just the most ridiculous and hilarious thing. Oh, yeah. And even though someone just grabbed you and they're jumping off the edge, taking you totally out of the game... Uh, it was hilarious. It, it was, was still, fun. yeah, it was still considered fun and funny, even if you know one of our older siblings got on and basically wrecked us. Right. We were still, still laughing be... at yeah. at the violence. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But, but now, I like, part of it too, though, is that we grew up watching our siblings play. Like, there were a lot of yeah. games that we just weren't old enough to really understand what you were supposed to do. So during oh, yeah. like boss fights and stuff, I remember hiding my face in the couch when. Our oldest sister was playing, and she'd beat it. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I was, I was like, saying a little chant for you. Thank God you made it. That's the coolest thing ever. Like, I'm used to sharing. Thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it was a different experience for us. Like, we actually were in that game. We were filling a, a large void left by bad graphics and, and you know, on user-friendly controls uh, of, like, kind of projecting ourselves into the game, you know? Yeah. Like, when I was playing, you know, Perfect Dark, there were some times where, like, the music was crazy and dark, and I was like, nah, bro, like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> or like in uh, Ocarina of Time when you oh, pull the sword God. out and the whole village is taken over by Redeads. And yeah. I remember being a kid and asking our older sister to walk us through the level so that we could play the rest of it. Yeah. So um, we didn't have to deal with this. We always pretty much ended after the Forest Temple. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of times where, you know, even even the fountain, or not the fountain, even the... Uh, the well of truth just for some reason didn't hit as hard as like the zombies screaming and you being frozen. For some reason there's acid oh, you're on confusing. the floor. Okay. When you said the well of truth, I was confused. You mean the, the well in Kakariko village, right? Well, yeah. Well. And you use the eye of truth while you you're use in there. The eye so of truth. Yeah. It just kind of stuck with me like that. Look, when I was playing that game, Dude, are you I- even a gamer? <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, I'm sorry. I hate that. I hate that, you know, with any, like, anything, there's always gatekeepers. But anyways, um, when I was a kid playing through those games, and I use the word kid a little lightly because I don't think I really was, like, fully up to reading and writing until I was, like, a teenager. Um, Well, not even that. I will say I played a lot of video games, and if there's a lot of text, I never read it. Oh, yeah. And I think that's still the case with me. That's why I'm not like a big RPG person is stats and math and all that stuff. That's like, that's chores and homework, dude. Why am I going to do chores and homework for fun? (laughs) So you'll never play Sims, I assume. I I would get into Sims a little bit, but it just, it would kind of lose itself with me. SimCity and all that Um, bullshit. Oh yeah, because I totally did. And like I made some pretty pretty baller cities actually when it comes nice. down to it. But uh how did you yeah, describe them? It hit different though. Like even D and D. I fucking love D and D, but I also dread the next time I play it because I gotta keep track of so much and there's rules and there's stats yes. and it's it's math disguised as Lord of the Rings. Like <laughs> Yeah, but there's so many world. things online that do that for you now. True. And that's why I've been playing with y'all online. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm but one see, of as I've gotten who's... older, I play more D&D than I do video games now. Because with D&D, it's, you don't have to have a really nice computer. You don't have to have the newest game or the newest expansion pack or buy right. some season or do this or do that. It's, it's harder to, like, break a map or have an aimbot or things yeah. like that. Because yeah. it's it's you're limited to partly your imagination, and then the right. other is your is your stats. You are limited by your stats and what you roll and all that stuff. But there's so many workarounds and there's so many things that you can do in D and D. That yeah. Oh man, it's just so much cooler. I I as I get older, I hold freedom to. It, it's so valuable, and I I didn't realize yeah. when I had it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I think we did that all the time. Like, what did we do in 
we created our, ang- our our own game mode in Super Smash Brothers. It was called Face Off. Yep. <laughs> it was something we also played in the yard where we just run straight at each other and fucking Yeah, basically whoever is standing. Each other down. Yeah. We would literally just run full sprint into each other. I I do like the way you put it, but let's be real here. Yeah, um, we did. we ran straight in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The things God, you do yeah. when you don't have internet. Yeah, it's amazing being a kid <clears throat> that is, you know, used to like roughhousing and running around the woods. You know, when we weren't in the woods with our dogs and cats, we were, you know, running around at our aunt's farm with farm animals. Like mm-hmm. we basically were feral children. And it's amazing because even with all my medical issues and stuff, like being a kid was just like being on PCP. Like <laughs> you could just be like, hey, hey Mar, you wanna run headlong into trees full sprint and maybe jump in the air before we hit the trees and see what happens. Yeah, and it's it's very interesting make. though that stuff was entertaining. I yeah, could dude, probably like, do the same thing, but I'd break my ankle. Yeah, dude, like we used to fall down hills for fun. Like, yeah, dude. Playing with <laughs> physics, technically. Yeah, we were basically in a sandbox game and we were just testing out the ragdoll physics dude do you remember when jumping out of the tree fort we had was like the most exciting thing you could do uh yeah i also remember that camping trip where we found that like ski slope that you could basically run full sprint down to to the point where terminal velocity takes over and you're not even controlling your body Yeah, you're just picking up your feet and they're falling down because of the, the the hill yeah and then we would just jump off that little end and yeah, it's not like we were jumping into water either. It was just, you know, more ground. Yeah, just more ground. <laughs> you know, some root masses, some dirt. Yeah, it was. No, I, I, I will say, uh, Animal Crossing <coughs> is interesting because I played the first one uh, when it came out. Originally, it was supposed to come out for the N sixty four disc drive, I believe, and then came yeah. out um, for the GameCube. And I remember playing it. And I'm pretty sure it's been a really long time since I've played it, but I'm pretty sure you used to take fossils, put them in an envelope and send them to the museum. I can't, I I have to do a little more research on that, but I can't really remember. I remember being super tedious and death by menu. And what's funny is that the new game is pretty good, right? Yeah. Graphics are good. There's been some quality of life changes, but overall it's still death by menu. Even though you yeah, already talked to a character and you want to say, for example, turn in a fossil, you go through the same song and dance every single fucking time. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's just not been streamlined. Some at least it. they don't. At least they don't talk like the mole. That like, if you make a mistake and you turn off the game without saving, that Rossetti. I will destroy you. He's like the owl from Ocarina of Time, which totally destroyed me as a kid because I didn't know how to read. And, and you're just I didn't know buttons. that they were telling me. Yeah, so I'm just hitting, I'm just hitting A, which is normally the you know fuck off, get on with it button. And the owl's just like, bruh. And I'm literally there, I just sit there like, please, I just want to play, please. I just want to chase chickens because I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, it's pretty much all I do. I, I love screwing around. I'd be and, a liar if I said I didn't chase chickens for at least an hour in that game. Being being a little brother, I particularly love screwing around, especially when I'm with people who are like super hardcore gamers. 
to like oh, go definitely. in, you know, again, to, to beat jumping this. into like, huh? Oh, nothing. I was just going to give an example, but I think it explains itself. I, 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 I think a really good example too of your play style is Super Smash Brothers. Even when we had friends that were that only played stock, that only played competitively, didn't really they, they like for some people winning is fun, which is I mean okay I guess, but maybe maybe I'm just weird or I I'm just no, I, like winning losers. or losing none of it means anything to me until yeah. one side is an asshole about it, right? Yeah, yep. And then that's when it becomes a thing. Uh, I mean, we had, I, I had a boyfriend that was so obsessed with Super Smash Bros. I, I was the only one in the friend group that had a Wii. We played Brawl, I believe. I'd be going to bed, and this was like during college and all that stuff. I'd be going to bed, and my friends would still be playing the Wii. I'm like, guys, I've got to go to work. Get the fuck out of my room. Go home. But they were just constantly busy, like, competing against each other, which was just super weird for me. Because, yeah. again, the way we grew up playing, and it was hilarious to watch you play with them. You'd get in, you'd be Mr. Game and & Watch, and you'd just snipe, basically. <laughs> They're over there like, <laughs> like, you know, doing technical moves and skipping frame rates and doing all sorts of stupid shit. And you just, like, drop down from nowhere with your key, right? The down A move, like, <laughs> and they're just like, God damn it, Tyler. And you're like, ah! Like, that is fun. But oh, yeah, the, and the I, whole, I learned like, that tactic, like, when I was very young. I remember the, whole... the N64 smash. I would just yeah. be linking, pull out bombs, and just leave bombs everywhere. Exactly, and with Samus, it's down B, let's go. But yeah, it's just so interesting uh, how people yeah. only get enjoyment out of things if they're winning. And maybe that has something to do with feeling productive. Like, if, if you're winning, you're moving forward, you're doing something. Because, let's face it, hobbies, books, movies video games they're kind of sort of if you're not interested in it they can be looked at as time wasters i don't really right. feel like they're time wasters if it's something you really like it's i mean it's whatever listening to movies yeah. or music listening to a podcast you know it Ooh. can could technically be looked at as time wasting um but if it's something that you really enjoy and you're passionate about then do it but i yeah then it's I, time investing at that point i just don't see that playing to win, I don't. It just doesn't doesn't get me. And maybe it's because we weren't really in competitive sports, or we. I was competitive for a while when I was younger, but the, I I think part of that was because I was the youngest of you know. So we, we come from a family of four. I was the youngest. Of, I have two older sisters, and I don't know. I was always smaller too. I'm bigger now, yeah. but. We we both we both kind of grew up in a similar disposition. Just of, like learning how to lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like you know, our our dad was a big kid, and he was untouchable when it came to yard sports and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then we had our two oldest siblings. Where if we did start to get better than them, we would get like physically beaten down. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, I did that too. And, like, remember when we played Soul Caliber, and I'd get like super mad. Oh, yeah, I remember you assaulting me over Soul Calibur a lot. Yeah. And I was just like, well, whatever. This is, like, my one chance to play a video game. So. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember, I, and that's okay. Uh, I, you were in the same situation as me being the youngest of the girls as I was being the youngest of ever. Of the girls. Right. You're the youngest of the girls. I am. 
<laughs> You're the prettiest of the girls I mean, too, which I think everybody was uh, like super jealous. Yeah, I'm also the dummy thickest of. Ooh, baby! I will say during that video call we did over the weekend, those uh, yeah. zebra leggings. Just uh, saying. You know, you know it, dude. Again, I was like, "Oh, is it somebody's birthday?" Because I got this fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we try to have a, a a video call where we, you know, I wore something nice because <laughs> I had bought clothes because I can't go anywhere, and I scream at myself in the mirror because I can't stop buying things. <laughs> It was funny because when lockdown happened, I was like, oh, I'll probably save some money because I won't be going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, this is why happen? I can't have anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, but I, I do believe that growing up losers um, maybe helped. Like, he's only game. Well, you have to, well, be, you mad. Have to be mad. I think Halo 3 helps even that out for us. It just got <laughs> to the point where. We just we liked listening. We liked making up songs as we shot people with Spartan laser cannons or threw ourselves off. I remember, was it? Oh, what level was it? We we just throw ourselves off before the other person would kill us. We'd be like, no, fuck you. You're not getting the point. Like, <laughs> goodbye. Yep. Um, like, we did, we did the same thing level. as Smash Brothers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and um, you know that was definitely like what mellowed us out and showed us things were fun. I also would love to attribute the OG battlefront to that, uh, star Wars battlefront, oh my God. you know, thermal so grenade. Much of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you always play the rocket launcher to... rebel. Uh, yeah. And like shot your feet basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Um, I still do that by the way. One of my friends has that emulated on their computer and uh, nice i play the crap out of it, it was a good time. i was always the republic the uh yeah, so was, uh, or, well yeah i was always the clone troopers and then i was always the storm troopers for the most part but yeah. that two-shot rocket launcher that the rebels had <laughs> tantalizing what level is uh, it with all the uh wookies oh andor you won that no, you no. won that level every fucking time well, yeah, I I loved the Endor level when I wasn't crashing speeders into trees. Uh, but no, you're talking about there was um. There's one more you on the beach. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna kill me. I should know this. I mean, I do know it, but it's just not coming out. Yeah, it's all good. Um, Elderon. Elderon. No. I have no idea. It's fucking Wookiee Planet is cool. Uh, there was yeah, a lot of Wookiees dude. on Wookiee Planet. Eldorado. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> the magnificent <laughs> and golden. I think what brought things back. What? I think what brought things back was fighting games. Uh, luckily, I still found a way to screw around and piss people off in that, picking lighter, faster characters and just being a button mashing piece of crap. Yeah, I um, think that it's the one on one setting in Soul Calibur, Street Fighter. There's 2D. Well, I guess Soul Calibur's not really 2D because you do the whole. The, those fighting games definitely. I can't play them. They just bring my boiling point. Yeah, it's way more personal. If you're in a race of eight people playing, you know, MGK, and uh, you're about to cross the finish line, and someone shoots you with a blue shell, and then someone who had nothing to do with it goes past you and wins, that's like, eh, okay. But when it's you versus the other person and nothing else, there's no way that victory is not just like a big middle finger right in your face. Yeah. Especially when you go to do a move 
but someone interrupts it with their move. And if they picked a main character, God forbid, like if yeah. you're playing Mortal Kombat and someone has Sub-Zero, you hit one button and it's a fucking movie. Like yeah. he breaks your leg and then he goes to your house and he makes love to your wife and then he comes back and then you're like, okay, now I'm going to punch him. You go to hit the property, punch punches but your then dog. He, yeah, he hits another Tax button. Your credit score. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play a house. <laughs> yeah. Like it can, it can be very frustrating. And well, I got and into that. Especially when you're trying to figure shit out, right? Because a lot of those yeah. games are super technical. You have to do like diagonal back, diagonal back, forward, A, A, B, or something like that. And you're trying right. to pull that off. I've got a tiny brain. I can't remember any of that shit. And you've got someone over there who's just like zero, zero, one, zero, one. And they're just like, la, la, la. and you're just like, well, okay, this was fun. I- yeah, dude. They're like, I am the game. <laughs> like <laughs> they put their fingers I, I, into the sockets where the controllers are, and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They pull off their shirt and they, they've got like the buttons and stuff there, and they're just like, Yeah, like using their- my mother was a PlayStation. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, like that's why I love finding characters that are a bit technical, but just work with my instinctive pattern of fighting. Uh, that's why I'm typically like a Yoshimitsu troll. Um, I totally, that's I get up the in there. thing for me is as I get older, it's been a really long time since I've played a fighting game, but as I get older, I think it's really boring to be perfect at something. Yes. Right? I, I like putting elbow grease in, so to speak. I, I like doing stuff. I really enjoyed Dark Souls, the first one when it came out. There's Demon Souls. I didn't play that one until after Dark Souls, which is the predecessor. And that was, it's fun. But now that I'm older and I'm way too busy, I don't like the grind. So I need to find something yeah. that gives me a good balance. Yeah. And as someone who has like a lot of attention problems. Oh, that's I... another thing. I need something that's way more dynamic, like um, Hotline Miami, or here's a shout out, uh, Kingdom Bash. Hey, um, my boy, Maddie, <laughs> boy. Yeah, boy. Fall in on this. I am, I'm a washed up has been uh, at a game that hasn't even officially come out yet. <laughs> I actually, I do think it's officially released now. That's amazing. Well, you know, it goes I to think show when moved you on work. to other projects. When you work we'll have 10 to find to a way to plug him, days. huh? Yeah, so when you work 10 to 19 hour days, uh, I'm stuck like in the past, like when I wasn't always working. Yeah. Uh, well, I so. think another thing, you brought up something uh, that I struggle with a lot. I have I have problems reading. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have a learning disability. Have I gotten it checked out? Probably no. Uh, well, not probably. Definitely. No, I have not gotten it done. Uh but I do struggle with reading. I mix things up. I mix the order of things up and a whole bunch of other things. And I know people, I've seen people with like two or three computer screens. They've got a YouTube video going. They've got an article up and they're playing a game. And I'm like, you're not <laughs> flustered. You're not, how are right. you obtaining any of, any of that? Cause if I did that, I would, I, I can only focus on one thing. Now there are some right. podcasts I can listen to while I do stuff like, laundry or vacuuming or something but if i'm doing something like maybe front end code or something like that no i it's got to be something that i'm used to and that's repetitive and i can drown out because again what i would just be astounded but then again this person never fucking remembered anything right you know you tell them like hey i'm gonna go do this thing and the person would be like okay 
And then you get a text from them later, they're like, hey, what are you doing? And you're like, I fucking told you, but you were watching <laughs> 10 different things. So yeah. I don't know how everyone else balanced that, but it is interesting. This is the first time I'd ever seen it. Or when someone's on their phone the entire time and you're watching a movie. Well, it's just weird. Great. Just to take a quick break from the podcast, I wanted to remind the listeners that me and my brother know each other very well. And sometimes we get to joking and we'll tell each other what seems on the outside to be hurtful things. I just wanted to take the time to let you guys know that we've known each other for a very long time. And most of the time we're being, we're being facetious. Um, we think being rude to each other is hilarious. And if at any time that hurts your feelings, we, we really apologize. Um, and maybe the podcast isn't for you, but we really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, yeah, and that's it. All right. Okay, cool. Let's uh, get back to the podcast. Um, I, I think it was good to kind of cover some of the childhood games that we liked playing. Obviously, we grew up on the Sega Genesis, so we played the Ooh, we played Mickey Mania, Lion King, um, Aladdin, Ooh, Sonic Two. We didn't have the first <laughs> one; we only had the Sonic Bubsy, uh, the Bobcat. Hey, whatever, whatever blows your fur, fur back, right? So it was one of the ones yeah. you said. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Um, I like to call that game Everything Kills You. Yeah, I, it was funny because as a kid, you, you play these shit-ass games and you're just having a good time. And yeah, then you get older and you try to play them again and they're just terrible. Um, <laughs> i trying to think of some of the other ones we played. Mickey Mania was a really cool one. Ooh, that uh, that's one we watched our sister play more often. Uh, it it yeah. did take more skill than just charging forward. Yeah. Um, did you already mention the Toy Story game? No, no, I didn't. But we did play that one. We, I don't think any of us beat that one ever. No. Our sister yeah, got no, really no. close. That was an interesting thing back then. Is that there were rock solid platformers, but just to take things a notch up in marketing because it was the golden age of platformers, they would just theme it from a movie. Yeah. So like, it was really interesting though. Like a lot of them were super good. They Some had, of the music like, was good. Nothing um, to do with the movie, but they were great. Yeah, uh, Lion King was a good one, except for the I Can't Wait to Be King stage. <laughs> that was shitty on the NES and the uh, Sega Genesis, from what I remember. Shitty yeah. Bro. Our cousins had yeah. um, Mario Paint and all that stuff. But they oh, pretty yeah. much had all the same games we did. The The Pico system was a big thing. We did a lot was, of that. Echo Jr. Echo Jr. Um. You murdered those lobsters, and I'll never forgive you. Yeah, dude. So you could put a puzzle piece. You could put puzzle pieces together. It was like an edutainment. It was before Leapfrog, way before Leapfrog, and uh, you could put together a bridge. And while the lobster was crossing, you could take one of the pieces out and just like, "Fuck you, lobster! You're gonna fucking die, bitch!" And you just like this cute little dolphin going, like just you know, doing your little echo everywhere yeah it is interesting to see how we liked to like punch the jellyfish too uh we may have been dolphins in another life i think probably yeah just beat something to death with your fucking bottlenose because (laughs) that's pretty much how we played those games i can't begin to explain how many times Uh, there was the richard's case as a weapon 
Yeah, there was the Richard Scary game. Cafe! <laughs> uh, <laughs> where we were constantly going to the level where we could make our own gingerbread cookie dudes and basically yeah, make them look like they'd been slaughtered. Yeah. Um, I was all about that paint mixing level. Um, that's a good one, too, where they wanted a color, so you had to mix the... The hide-and-go-seek level was good. You had oh, yeah. Winnie the Pooh's Adventure? I, I remember Snowflakes for some reason, but it's because you went through all the seasons. Right. Um, so there's like ice skating, something to do with fall. You remember um, the Pocahontas game? Yes. And you could you make Nico carve... dance to whatever music you made. Yeah, and you could carve hey, that wood. Hey, hey, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> you make your I own flute, failed. which was pretty cool. Yeah, I always failed at the canoeing episode or level. Where like, <laughs> oh yeah, because you could hit animals I mean, too, which was kind of. Yeah, it was a little I might be remembering that wrong. Might be the Mandela effect, but um, yeah, that was a good one. We never yeah. got Pocahontas for the Sega Genesis. We had it for the Pico system. Then uh, we got the N sixty four, and we played Mario Go Kart like nobody's business. In in some of our family videos in the background, you can hear. <laughs> yep, let me tell you. Even today, I can judge somebody pretty well, like what their character is, like based off of which character they choose in that game. Yeah, to a certain extent, definitely. I was always the differences. Beat. Yeah, the differences were so slight, and that's something I really admired more about that game was that. Oh, you want to be uh, Bowser or DK's obese ass? Well, you can still race and have fun with everybody instead of, oh, you got to be slow and stupid, you know? <laughs> like Yeah, there like, was, mm. I will say, I don't know too much about how the N64 Super Smash Bros. was made, but when Brawl came through and I would say <laughs> even in Melee, though, and they started yeah. adding so much more to a character to balance all this stuff out, I don't know, it just wasn't as fun. Yeah, I, I preferred the uh, like. The you should freedom. just be able to pick your favorite character and just play. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's where I'm at. Like, you got you can only have this vehicle. And well, and you've got you people who are like Meta Knight is the best fight. What was it, Pit, Meta Knight, and a couple other fighters that were like considered some of the best, or Diddy Kong? Yeah, who yeah. fucking cares about Diddy Kong? It's a shame that there's just not more options on appearance instead of just stats. Because, like, I go in there and I want to look cool and I get destroyed. So then I go in there <laughs> and I drive around a giant piece of cheesecake and I'm fucking whipping everybody's ass. It's not, it's not my bag. That's not my style. Like, I don't want to be the female toad driving around a giant freaking dessert. <laughs> you know? No, you're like, right. I want to be Bowser. I want to have spikes. I want to be a fucking asshole. Like, let's do this. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. yeah. No, that stuff's fun. I I think video games have helped us a lot. I definitely, I'm not one of those people, I don't read for a hobby. I read if I have to. Um, and I know that probably makes me sound like I drag my knuckles, but I, I think they're like, they're like dessert. You have to make sure that you've earned it, right? If you know you're going to yeah. go on your birthday and eat like a mad man, then you know you should probably at least run one of those days or work out or do a few sit-ups, right? Yeah, and it's the same thing with video games for me <laughs> mentally. But that broke down during this whole quarantine. Uh, yeah. I was just like, oh, I never get to play games. I, sh I can just play them all the time now. 
And I just was not as focused. I'm just not as productive because you still kind of have to feel like you're being productive before you sit down and basically just spend hours on a task. Right. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of glad that at the moment games aren't exactly an option for me. I mean, you saw I ordered the wrong game. I accidentally got that creature passing game which is still great it's it's a good game it was very oh affordable God. but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get animal crossing because you know but um no like i don't know i've gotten to that same point and i gotta say like one of the things i had to do with some games that were like super boss like uh uncharted and stuff like that those are games i would if someone was like yo dude if you jump into this wood chipper you will be downloaded into Uncharted and you can just live there. I'd be like, that sounds painful, but (laughs) (laughs) I would go in legs first if I had to, (laughs) but like, it sounds terrible. Yeah. It's, it's awful, but that's how there's anything that would be worth that. (laughs) That's, that's where you and I are different. Uh, And that's why I assume so. (laughs) That's why I had to wait till I was laid up or sick in order to play. Like I bought Far Cry 4 the day it came out and yeah. I didn't beat it till like, well, like almost until I got ago. pneumonia. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I loved the game and I made a mistake that I make often where I do all the side quests before the story and I just completely destroy the story. Um, yeah. You could definitely <laughs> but, do that in Skyrim. That's definitely one yeah, of those dude. games. And, but, dude, that's the other thing is those open map games like Skyrim, that's almost too much freedom for me. Like, I end up just losing track of everything. Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're king of taking a structured game and being able to find some of the stupidest shit you can do in it. So right? I, I, I can so see much... a game that's that doesn't really put limits on you. Uh, I could see that being your bane. Right. But Exactly. Yeah, it would be like if instead of like trying to handcuff Houdini, you just put him in an endless field, like he would go crazy. <laughs> but you put him in a, in a safe, and he's like, "Thank you, click, clack, click, clack." Oh, I look, I'm out. You know, like <laughs> that's kind of yeah, I guess where I'm at. I know drugs. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this will probably I'm probably gonna we'll, we'll about wrap up on this topic now. If, if if it wasn't apparent yet, it was childhood video games and kind of how we balance growing up and still being able to play video games. Oh, yeah, because, um, like, I'm still hardcore into games, but I've had to just bring more structure into my life as part yeah. of adulting. And that's why going to video game conventions and playing arcade-style games is fucking king right now. Because yeah, it is very there. It's like when you can't work at home right now, right? Like you're having a hard time teleworking because you're like, oh, that clock's ticking too slow. I got to go fix it. Or, oh, this this drain mm-hmm. pipe's leaking. Yeah. Um, whereas when you're at work, you're in work mode. Well, that's where I'm at, dude. Like if I'm at a place where there's actual games, I'm in game mode. And if I'm at home, I just, I can't. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll cover some of the conventions we've been to on our podcast. We'll we'll name oh, the we episode off of the, the convention, but... Yeah, we really appreciate you guys just kind of showing up and just listening to us shoot the shit about video games and maybe complain about our lives a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so tune in next week. Again, if you have anything you would like to bring up, a topic or anything like that to the podcast, we will soon be starting our um, 
our what if scenarios that we want to start asking the audience for answers so that we can talk about them online. Um, oh, yeah. Please email us at social ish69420 at gmail.com. Anything that you guys want to bring up, or if there's anything that you wanted to add to this conversation, we we can add to as an you know anecdote on the next uh, entry of our podcast, and just kind of talk about that stuff, recover that. So uh, oh, yeah. this eventually will rely a lot on audience participation. We want people to feel like they're part of a bigger conversation and not just listening to two narcissists on their yeah. podcast. You know, oh, yeah. make up their, 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 their. okay, cool. <laughs>